Internet Talk Radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you are caring for a person with autism, great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. We are here to have the conversations that will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey everybody, welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. The the extra music caught me off guard today. That was that was good. I was uh I was digging that. Um so welcome to the show. I'm Rob Haupt. I'm I'm your host. Um I am uh vice president here at Autism Spectrum Therapies. Um we're an agency that provides services across the country. Uh, primarily applied behavior analysis, but we're Branching out into speech, OT, actually doing some diagnostics here in, in Los Angeles area. Really excited about that. Um, and, and just all around parent support and resources. Uh, I'm a board certified behavior analyst. I'm an ABA guy. That's, that's what I've been spending the last 12 years doing um, both here in California and uh, back on the East Coast where I was born and raised um, you know, this week is kind of an odd one. I, I, I found myself struggling so much to, um, to figure out what to talk about. And, you know, I, 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 I had this great opportunity to kind of see and do all these different things because of the work we do across the country. And I, you know, I, I find myself in these situations where, you know, I, I either come home after a long trip and have a story that I just want to tell people, you know, where I say, hey, I was just in New Orleans and this is what I saw. I was just in New York and this is what I saw. Um, and then I bring my California experiences elsewhere. And this week it was, it was hard. It's like I, I feel like I've got this like jumbling of emotions. You know? And I, I think it's because it's Thanksgiving. I, I, I find myself being very focused on that. This is actually my favorite holiday. This is kind of the one big holiday that I just always get really excited about. And, you know, back when I was working in Massachusetts, um, I talked a lot about my experiences there starting out and we worked, we worked holidays. We were, we were 24, seven, 365 support for my clients. And I, um, we were given the option. You could get Christmas or you could get Thanksgiving and, and being a nice Jewish boy, I always took Thanksgiving and I was very happy to, cause you know, that was such a fun day. So this was like the one day a year I knew I would never work and always have off. And, um, you know, I find myself kind of stepping back and reflecting a lot on, you know, what's really important. And, you know, I have a, I have a good uh, friend and, and, you know, almost like a, a personal advisor, kind of someone who, who talks me through, who I email from time to time for advice, um, who's just a friend. And, and we, he, he always talks to me about, you know, understanding what's really, really important and really focusing in on that. And that's what I really am finding myself doing right now is, you know, this week, more than anything, what's really important is, is my family and, um, 
you know, not to be too hokey and, and cheesy with this whole Thanksgiving being thankful theme, but but really showing and making sure that you know these people who I am very thankful for, um, you know, my family is is a big support of for me and and has been there for me for through so much. You know, making sure that they know that how much I appreciate them and, and how much they mean to me. Um, but I find myself also thinking about, you know, in keeping this philosophy for the rest of the year, not just being about Thanksgiving, but, you know, not just having Thanksgiving being the time to say, hey, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do for me. Thank you for, for, for your help. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm finding myself really kind of swirled up in that and, you know, as I, I, I won't take too much credit to say I've planned this all out, but as I'm thinking, as I'm speaking, you know, it's, it, it's something that I think we all probably need to do in what we, in, in, in our work or, or with our kids. It, it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to lose focus um, of, of what's really important. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's our kids that are really important and it's our families that are really important. Um, and the the pressure of caring for, treating, helping, advocating all the things we talk about for individuals with autism, it can it can get very intense and it can get very emotional. And when all that happens, it's easy to lose sight of, of what's the most important thing, and that's these people who take care of us and who look out for us. Um, and I think now is the perfect time to to really make sure that everyone knows how much they mean, how important they are. And, uh, and then to take that momentum, you know, now I'll use my ABA stuff, take my behavioral momentum and keep carrying it into the, into the new year and into the holiday season of Christmas and, and new years and, and, and whatnot. Um, so no, no clinical talk for me today, no experiences, more of the, the, the cheesy, sappy, emotional stuff. But, uh, but that's where I feel, uh, I find my head being right now is, is with that, um, you know, with the time I'm about to have with my family and, well, some of my family and, and, the, and some future times I'm going to have with the other half of my family because doing a California Thanksgiving this year, not, not heading back to New York, um, but, uh, but there with them in spirit. So, so yeah, so let's, let's, so let's get into the show. Let's get into the show today. Um, we are, uh, we're joined by a, a guest today uh, who's, who's got a new book out, talking about his experiences. Um, and today I'm joined um, by Stephen Yates. Um, after nearly 30 years working as an engineer, Stephen uh, began writing his first book um, and has finished it called Getting My First Hug. It was a series of stories about his son's triumph over autism. His son is 20 now, and the book describes the process his family went through from diagnosis to treatment and eventually success in dealing with the sensory integration, language, comprehension, and social skills training. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Rob, thank you so much. I kinda, nice to be here. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, again, I definitely didn't plan this all out, but as I was thinking about family and, and the things going through my head, I'm like, wow, what a perfect guest to have who wrote a book talking about his family and, and these experiences. And, and from what I've seen, so much of your stories are about actually you guys coming together and... Uh, and being a team and being a unit and appreciating one another. So it's, I think this is a good karma that, that we're talking today. 
Absolutely. Rob, I was listening to your intro, and uh, I tell you, uh, it, it really, really spoke to me because uh, uh, I think the whole theme of Thanksgiving and being thankful uh, is really uh, integral to, to my own experience. And I think uh, uh, focusing on the people that are in our, in our lives, in our families, and, and in particular, in my case, uh, focusing uh, on my son, uh, not as a uh, patient or as a person with autism or as um, a work in progress or a project, but as this individual who just gives so much to me and, and has all his life, um, that's it's something I'm so thankful for because it is easy to get wrapped up in uh, you know, the goals that you, you make and milestones and uh, you know, this therapy and that therapy and what are we going to do next and what's the course that we're trying to, to, to help this individual uh, along. But, uh, but you know, life is what happens while you're, while you're making those plans and, and executing yeah. those plans. And you don't want to miss a single day. You don't want to end up you know, even successfully with a, a 20 year old or a teenager or uh, someone whose life you missed because you were so wrapped up in test scores or, um, or therapy or, um, you know, some sort of, some sort of discrete activity. It's, mm-hmm. it's this person is a, is a whole person with a whole life uh, and so much to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes, I, I, it makes so much sense because, you know, we hear from so many people all the time how much, how much their kids, you know, they feel like, okay, I'm doing all this for my kids. I'm trying to teach my kids this. I'm trying to create these therapies for my kids and, and how much the kids are actually giving back to, to the parents and to the people who are, who are providing all that therapy. It's, oh, a- it's absolutely. So it, it, it's, it's, there's so much. And it's, you know, in some ways you, you get wrapped up in that sort of one-way delivery of, your, of assistance from you to them. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I look back on, on 20 years and say, oh, you know, I got back so much more than I ever gave. Yeah. So, I mean, when you started this, I, I have to assume, though, that that wasn't where you started. You know, oh, I, no. You- oh, oh, no. I, uh, uh, you know, as you said in, in my intro, uh, I was an engineer and I, I worked and I sometimes worked long hours. And uh, we had, uh, a, 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 our first child was a daughter, and mm-hmm. uh, three years later, we had our son. And uh, I, you know, I just assumed everything was going fine because I was busy at work, and kids would be there when I came home, and, and we would play and, and such. Um, and, and my wife, you know, it came to me at one point when my son was maybe two, two and a half, and she said, you know, I, I track the kids, you know, milestones and progress. And, and um, you know, our son isn't, he's not where he, he should be, you know, speech-wise. And, you know, as an engineer, I thought, well, you know, you really can't measure this so closely. And every, every child is different. And boys talk later. And I kind of put her off. And mm-hmm. gently, persistently over months, uh, she came to me and said, no, there's, there's really something here. And I was really in denial for a while. And, uh, because of the way that I interacted with the kids was, was kind of superficial. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I eventually saw that my wife was taking this very seriously and she's pretty bright, um, it got through to me that, you know, I really ought to stop and see what's, what's here for myself. And, uh, and when I did, when I stopped, you know, just watching TV with them or just playing sort of uh, simple games with them, and, and in particular with my son, really got down to see 
who he was and, and what he could do, uh, I saw that there, that there was an issue there that needed to be addressed. And that was the, the, the point where I sort of got on the bus and became part of the, of the team to help as opposed to somebody who was just you know, floating along um, while my wife had these concerns and had begun to do uh, research. This is, you know, this is pre-internet for the most part. Yeah. This is you know, 95, 96, 97. And information, when I heard you talk about your organization and what you do, I thought, wow, where were you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we needed you? Because yeah. uh, it, was, it was a different world. People really don't understand now with, with, with services you know, and, and information on the Internet so widely available. Um, you know, my wife, was, you know, she was scratching and digging for any piece of information she could get. And you know, the public library was, mm-hmm. was the place you went. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was, it was not rich with, with information. Yeah. Well, I want to talk more about your experiences and, and this, especially some of these early transitions I'm sure you went through. Um, but we got a commercial break. So let's take this break and we'll be back more with Stephen. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. 
That's more info at AutismTherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. I'm joined today by Stephen Yates, a dad telling a story, sharing some experiences, and uh, feels like the perfect time to, to talk about family and experiences uh, being so close to Thanksgiving. Um, you know, Stephen, one of the things you said right before the break, uh, you were talking about getting on board. And, and what I was curious about is, was getting on board in all in was there one phase or were there two phases? And what I mean by that is, you know, you were talking about getting on board as your wife was doing research, but were you at a point where by the time your, your son was diagnosed, you almost had to get on board again? Or during that research phase, you feel like you um, came to grips with a diagnosis or, or, or I guess a label that was about to come? You know, the, good question. I, I really, um, I, at first, I was reluctant to, to, to see that there was any issue at all. Yeah. And so I think, uh, I think my wife initially, uh, you know, that was the first, the first step was, you know, saying, okay, there is something here. There's something that, um, you know, that, that, you know, that, that isn't like our first child. Uh, there's something that we, uh, you know, hopefully can, can do something about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later on, when it came time, um, you know, when we were, were getting diagnosed, um, there was this was again nineteen. You're talking nineteen ninety five, ninety six, and the um, the notion. I mean, autism was seen by a lot of people as just one thing, and it was severe, and it was absolute. And um, the you know physicians didn't want to talk about it because it wasn't something they had a pill for, and uh, educators had not been trained, at least most of them, uh, certainly not in the public schools, um, to deal with it. And so uh, there was a whole question of you know do you accept this label, uh, or do you accept the you know less um, uh, powerful uh, PDD NOS uh, uh, label. Uh, which will allow you to get services because now you've got a diagnosis, but um, but isn't really very descriptive. Mm-hmm. And so, so um, you know, I think uh, we got over the 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 uh, the A word uh, pretty early on, and it, we, it, we didn't care what you called it. It was yeah. a, a, a set of, of symptoms and a set of, of of circumstances that that applied to to our son that we wanted to address. And we just went after it that way. Um, and so, the, you know, I did get on gradually. It, it really did take a couple of, of go-rounds. Mm-hmm. But once we got into, uh, you know, for instance, doing, doing diet therapy, um, mm-hmm. we, uh, uh, <laughs> my, my son uh, used, to, used to subsist on uh, bagels and milk and peanut butter and... <laughs> um, when uh, this uh, a naturopath that my wife had sought out that, that I thought, well, I, I don't think anything useful will come of this, but go ahead, um, suggested a, uh, an allergy test. The allergy test came back, and guess what he was allergic to? Uh, gluten, casein, and, and peanut, peanuts. Right. So the, the, the three things he was living on were, were things he was, he was allergic to. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, he's not sneezing. He doesn't have rashes. You know, what's, what's that mean? Uh, so the the uh, the naturopath put the whole family on 
the gluten-free, casein-free diet so that we wouldn't have it in the house and uh, our son wouldn't see us eating uh, or drinking milk or doing other things. And lo and behold, uh, within six weeks, maybe less, um, his length of utterances began to increase. He began to use new words. He began to put words together. It was, you know, if you had told me before that this was going to happen, I would have laughed at you. Um, but I, you know, at that point, now I was really on board. Okay, now that I realize there's something that can be done here. And I, I stopped betting against my son uh, because uh, I saw what, what was to me miraculous uh, improvement. So did that change? You, you, you said, I stopped betting against my son. Do you feel like, are, are there decisions you made differently you know, after that point where you said, you know, we, we were looking at maybe uh, this classroom or this school yep. and we made this decision differently because, as you said, I'm not going to bet against my son. Like, were there different decisions you made as a result? Oh, absolutely. I think I was very, you know, again, I, you know, I'm a classically educated engineer, chemical mm-hmm. engineer. And, you know, so if it's not science, I don't buy it. And, yeah. you know, I have a very narrow definition and a very, you know, if my doctor says it's nothing, then it's nothing because he's a, he's a well-trained physician. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I saw uh, the results that we saw from the diet, uh, I was, I, my mind was, was, was blown open uh, so that I, I, you know, now didn't poo-poo any of these ideas. And so when we did... Um, you know, visual integration therapy and auditory uh, integration therapy um, and, and, and other uh, things that were a little outside the box for me, I said, no, no, let's, let's go into this with both feet because, um, you know, th- th- this may work. And the return uh, uh, on the investment is, is just uh, invaluable. It's, it's beyond mm-hmm. price. And so uh, wasn't that I would just, you know, uh, willy-nilly try anything, but there were a number of these uh, therapies that my, my wife had sort of discovered and uh, uh, that were out there, and I suddenly became much, much more open to them. And uh, the, the, the progress that, that was begun back with that first diet, um, you know, was continued through most of those therapies. They, they, mm-hmm. they, uh, it's difficult to, to assign a particular, as an engineer, a particular percentage progress to any one thing. And sure. because it's not a controlled experiment, um, because you've only got one life to deal with here, uh, you never know exactly, you know, would, would, would he have grown out of this anyway? You know, when he hit puberty, maybe maybe it would have just triggered this miraculous cure and, and everything would have been fine. You never know. But once we started doing things and started getting positive results, I, beca- I became more and more committed to let's try anything that's reasonable, anything that will do no harm, uh, let's try, because the benefit is so uh, terrific. And, you know, that, that goes for, for, you know, even just educational uh, interventions um, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, once you, start, once you start to see progress, then no amount of work is too much. There's no effort that's, that's too great. Uh, in, at the beginning, there's just so much fear and so much unknown, and you don't, you're, you're paralyzed by the unknown and the fact that no one can give you a prognosis. That's just, for me, it just paralyzed me. It's like, well, this is the hand we're dealt, and this is the way life's going to be. Um, now, but not, not to interrupt you, but you just no, said, no. I'm curious about that, what you just said, the fear part. Did, oh. 
I, I get that that subsided, but does that ha, you know your son's twenty now? Mm-hmm. Um, has that gone away, or is that just something that is decreased, or that you've coped with differently? You know, I, I you know, I don't want to get uh, too preachy, but I think I think it really has gone away. Uh, hmm. You know, w- when we first started and the fear began to reduce, the, the, the fear shifted from just this sort of gray, amorphous, oh, my God, what's going on here? I don't know. Um, and because I don't know, I'm afraid. It became yeah. much more um, uh, uh, um, identifiable. Once he had made progress, then the fear was backsliding. I don't want this to go mm-hmm. away. I don't want it to go back to what it was. And, and in fact, the, 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 the title of the book, Getting My First Hug, you know, once I'd gotten that first hug from him, you know, I, I didn't want a day to go by when I didn't get one. And I, I, it was the only fear that I had was, wow, if we, if we backslid to a point where I, I couldn't get another one. Uh, that was that meant something to me. But as time went on, and it became clear to me that that you know the progress was continuing, and uh, and then once my son got old enough to become uh, self-aware mm-hmm. and to um, be able to apply himself to help himself, uh, which I mean I think he he was all along, but but once he developed that awareness and actually started using you know the word autism, um, you know he he became. Uh, uh, just a, a, an active sort of self-healer in a lot of ways. And so at that point, I think the fear was virtually gone from me. Uh, and as I say, you know, I, once I, <laughs> I realized that it wasn't wise to bet against this kid, um, yeah. then, then it really just became a source of joy to me every time he would take another step forward, uh, whether it was in uh, a, a social arena or in sports or in school, uh, you know, when he would, you know, every achievement was just, an, it became a reaffirming thing um, of, of, yes, we, we don't have to be afraid. We can believe that this is going to work out for him, that he's going to have um, an independent life and a productive life and a happy life. And, uh, and so it, it really did, you know, I think it, it, the, the fear um, is, is, is largely gone now, I would, I would say. Mm. I mean, I, I, think I, I think I fear for him as much as I fear for, for our daughter and, you know, myself right. and, and everybody else. There, life has a lot of, of scary things in it, but yeah. you know, I'm not afraid of, of, of autism anymore as far as my son goes. That, I mean, that's really, I, I, I'm happily surprised because I was expecting you to say, no, there's still a little bit of fear here or, or this thing, but to hear that, hey, no, I'm, it's no more different than my wife, my daughter, my, my family members. It's the natural fears of just having people you love um, mm. and what could maybe happen. But that, that's really exciting. That's really cool. That, well, I mean, that's that transformation. It, 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 was, it was a journey. And, and I'll tell you, there was so much fear at the beginning that, you know, once, we, once, once he kind of turned the corner or, uh, you know, and again, you know, once he was self-aware and became actively working for himself, I said, oh, well, there's yeah. no holding this kid back now. This is just, it's a delay situation now. We've got to make up for, for a, a six-year or however many year delay in, in uh, uh, various areas of, of, say, language or social, et cetera. And, uh, and the older he gets, the, 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 the progress continues. Thank God. I, I uh, again, don't want to get overly preachy uh, about sure. it, but I think I've just developed so much faith uh, in, in him uh, that it's... Uh, you know, like I say, I, I, I'm not afraid. I, I don't bet against him. I'll, I'll bet the house on him. 
I think what's, uh, you know, just to, to, to chime in and, and kind of give a summary to something you said or reword, it sounds like self-advocacy was something that your son learned. And yeah. he started to advocate for himself. Maybe it wasn't always in just how to, you know, in speaking, saying this is what I want or this is what I need. But it sounds like he really started to like have more of a self-direction in, in, in his day-to-day life. And it sounds like that was really critical for you. Oh, uh, absolutely. I think when we got to about, you know, age uh, 13, 14, 15, um, you know, as as all kids do, I think, uh, you know, there's a degree of independence that comes with sort of physical maturity. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and with him, uh, you know, that really became the case. And, and, you know, we had to sort of introduce the concept of self-advocacy and, you know, listen, you know, you can, you can raise your hand and you can say, I'm not comfortable with this, or I'm not comfortable with that. And, you know, you can, you can push back. It's okay. Uh, you don't have to just float along, um, you know, uh, I think that was a, that's a powerful concept and I wasn't sure how quickly he would take to it. Um, and I think that, that, you know, he's a naturally, you know, somewhat soft spoken and, mm-hmm. and part of the defense mechanism, I think with, with some kids is I'm going to keep a low profile. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I know I speak differently, I'm going to try not to speak very often and I'm going to yeah. keep a, keep a low profile so that I, I'm not a target. And so that people don't notice me with, you know, bad attention. Um, but then there's that reward that you get when you stand up and, and, and ask for what you want and what you deserve um, that sort of can override that. And, mm-hmm. uh, the, and that builds confidence. And it's all a, it becomes, it starts to snowball. Once you have that confidence, then you embrace the, the, the education, uh, the efforts that much more. You improve. That gives you more confidence. Uh, and, and that continues to this day, thank goodness. Beautiful. Well, we got another commercial break, so let's take this break, and we'll come back and talk more with Stephen. We'll be right back, everyone. Voice America Health and Wellness. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Joined today by uh, Stephen Yates, uh, who just uh, released his first book, Getting My First Hug, A Father's Story of His Son's Triumph Over Autism. Um, You know, we've been talking about your journey um, and some of the things you've been coping with and and especially some of those early days. And one of the things I was curious about just because of last week's show is we spent all last week talking about siblings Mm. and – you know, you mentioned you have a daughter as well, and I was I was curious if there's anything you learned or any anything you really had to emphasize to make sure that your daughter didn't get lost in all of this as you're looking to provide all this support to your son. Well, it's uh, I'm glad you asked because uh, you know uh, our son is, is is blessed with a a wonderful uh, older sister. Uh, she's three years older than 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 he, and so by the time we began to um, you know re- realize that there were there was an issue and that uh, uh, that we needed to pursue uh, some you know these therapies and 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 solutions to these issues uh, she was you know uh, five six so she was old enough um, to know and, and she was also very social and and uh, she could see that that um, that he was different and her you know, we, I'm blessed with a very loving family, and she responded with with nothing but love for him, and so you know they played together a lot. They were each other's primary you know playmates there during those years. And I remember taking her aside at one point, and, and as we began this journey of all these tests and therapies, etc., and I said to her, you know, your your brother's is special. And he has he has special needs that that we're gonna you know we're all gonna gonna help meet, and he's gonna need a, a, a special sister. Um, you know, it's it's not gonna be like other other little girls that you know and and the kind of sister they can be. You're going to have to be you know extra patient and and extra loving, and uh, and, and she just she's even at that age she seemed to understand. And uh, I think what she had seen with, you know, his behavior and, and as compared to, to the behavior of other children, she, she knew almost instinctively what was required. And people, uh, even to this day, uh, people uh, uh, don't believe me when I say that I can't recall, uh, you know, our kids ever, ever fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there might have been something where it was give me this, you know, give me that, but uh, you know they they've always had a tremendous loving relationship and you know we did uh, all the things with her that you know girl scouts and uh um you know she was in uh, uh choirs and and bands and uh, a dance class and we did all of those things with her she didn't she didn't suffer from lack of attention but she did see that there was a lot of attention that that he was getting that 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 she didn't mm-hmm. um but you know, she uh, just had that that almost innate understanding uh, early on, and I remember you know later on once he was in school and uh, there was a a, uh, a young man who was uh, bullying him quite frankly, mm-hmm. and uh, 
this was a, a, the brother of a of a of a, a girl that that my daughter knew. And I said, you know, isn't there something you can do? Can you, you know, intervene? And, uh, and it was really asking, you know, too much uh, mm-hmm. for a, uh, a child in, you know, junior high school or, or, or thereabouts uh, to, you know, to try to explain delicately to her friend, to then rein in her brother, which they probably, she probably couldn't do anyway, and the brother and, you know, may yeah. well have had issues himself. So it was an impractical uh, uh, question. But I could tell that you know, my daughter wanted to do whatever she could. Uh, but that was just an, an impossible ask at that point. But uh, it, yeah, it was, it's been a tremendous benefit uh, having her, uh, number one, as a role model. Uh, and then number two, just as another loving person in the family uh, to provide support for our son throughout all these years, ups and downs, as you can well imagine, you know, not every day in therapy is a good day. Not every <laughs> no, day it's in, not. Not every day in school is a good day, particularly when there's bullying and, and uh, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so when you come home and there's mom and dad, but then there's also this other special person that... Uh, you know, wants to play, you know, video games with you and, and wants to talk with you. And, uh, you know, they, they both love music. And so there were, there were just a lot of things for them to bond uh, with together. And so, you know, I totally uh, couldn't, you know, she, she's an integral part of, of the, the solution and, yeah. the, and the, uh, the process of, of that, that my son's gone through. I'm curious about, you know, you've, it, it sounds like, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking of last week's show, and I know we talked a lot about uh, with Mary Jane Weiss about just open dialogue mm. about what's going on. And, and it sounds like you guys did that. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about a broader conversation is, you know, one of the dilemmas I feel like parents, we, we get a lot is, do I mention, do I use the word autism with mm. classmates? How do I talk to my family members, maybe grandparents, cousins, the people who don't live in the house with us? every day how do i have that autism conversation with them and get them to not be afraid of the label um, right. or do i not even mention the label and just talk about just the the unique things about my child so yeah. did you guys were you open about the label and if so you know or i guess if not why and and maybe how did you go about explaining that to just that world around your nice little family union right you 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 really ask good questions. <laughs> this uh, that this cuts right to a, a heart of a of a very difficult question. And um, you know, I think for um, for family, close family, um, you know, we could we could use the a word. Um, mm-hmm. But I I think that uh, again, just because of the times, you know, things are so different now than they were even ten years ago. Yeah. Um, you had to be very careful because you know they his relatives you know had seen him growing up and you know they didn't see they saw the glasses being half full or more than half full mm-hmm. and so uh, in in some cases they were like yeah you know you're being too uh, uh, analytical you're going too far there's you know uh, there's a chapter in 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 my book called there's nothing wrong with this kid yeah <laughs> and uh, and and I heard that a lot and and in in large part in, for for many aspects it's absolutely true um, and so um, I think that we, we tended to be much more on a need-to-know basis when it came to being specific about these things. Um, 
you know, I, that was one of the nice things about uh, uh, sports and soccer in particular mm-hmm. was uh, the coach didn't need to know. The coach didn't care. And it didn't matter. He was one of the kids out there running around, you know, sort of controlled chaos after the ball. And you could teach a few skills. And, you know, at a young age, they're all pretty much the same. And, uh, and it was great to, to have those things where there just there wasn't a need for any communication. Uh, in other, other cases, we would, you know, again, you, you know, tell people what they needed to know. Hey, you may want to a coach, you may want to repeat the instructions a couple times. Yeah. Uh, you know, he'll say he understands. Go over it a couple more times just just for grins. And uh you know, that's kind of how we approached it. Uh, you know, my uh I'm the one that wrote this book. Uh, you know, my my wife is a, is a very private person and mm-hmm. as is the rest of my family. They're 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 private people. I felt moved to write this book, but you know, we weren't um um, trying to become public advocates. We weren't trying to change the system for the benefit of all necessarily. We were focused on our son. And, uh, and so, um, in many ways, I think the whole family, you know, kept a a low profile, not out of any sense of shame, but just, um, if you give people, uh, uh, if, if you toss out the autism word, uh, they're going to bring their definition to it. And it's going to alter the way that they view someone um, that they might view much more positively without having that, that label, you know, thrown out there. Yeah. And so it was a, um, you know, I, I hope that's answering the question adequately. Be, it, because it, it does, it, actually. I, I actually, sorry, I, I think what you said is really interesting. It's, People will bring their own label to it. Yeah. And, and I think it's really great. I'm glad you pointed out the differences in the 90s versus today because I wonder, you know, I, I love that you have that chapter. There is nothing wrong with him or some, nothing wrong with this kid. Right. Um, because I wonder today if the opposite would happen. It's like, all right, like we're all 100,000% on board. Mm. And because now I think. I think there's a different awareness, and obviously it's, it's not where it should be, but I, you, I hear a lot about families just kind of like becoming, you know, we're all in this, we're a team, we're going to fight this, and it's just, it's so interesting to see just in 20 years, which to me is not a long period of time when you think about the grand scheme of things, mm. how different these things are, but what you said I think is always true. My connotation of what autism is, is going to steer how I treat this person. Well, and the whole notion now, uh, many more people uh, are familiar with the, you know, uh, on the spectrum or autism yeah. spectrum. Uh, you know, that word, that term is, um, you know, it may seem like just nomenclature to somebody that, mm-hmm. that maybe is in the field, but that, that is a uh, tremendous concept expander because, you know, I remember the first time I ever heard autism. I don't know if it was a 60 minutes or what it was, but it was a, a poor this poor young man in a corner of a room banging his head against the wall and, you know, utterly isolated, totally um, uh, non-communicative, totally non-social. And it was just, it, it, it seemed bizarre and terrible. And, you know, once you introduce the, the, the concept of the spectrum and, and then you see these, these stories that you see almost every night on the news of, of a young man that's, you know, overcome and he's, he's uh, uh, on the football team or he's on the basketball team uh, or he's you know, creating music or he's doing mm-hmm. something with his computer, um, it, it, it's, it's 
gives people so much more information and education that this isn't just a a a, a, um, a, a digital one, a, a, an on or off situation, but there's this spectrum of of, of uh, symptoms uh, that mm-hmm. are out there in varying degrees of severity, with varying degrees of success being treated. Um, that that it's. You know, if we were to, if 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 we were to, if a child was was born today, you know, I certainly hope that they would have a so much uh, more acceptance uh, mm-hmm. uh, out in the world because uh, you know that wasn't the case uh, 20 years ago. It, it, it sadly was was really really not the case. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of families who are nodding their heads right now, listening to us saying you're right. So, um, well, let's take a final commercial break. We'll be right back and talk more with Stephen. Form decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, final segment here. Only uh, a few minutes left, um, but we're joined today by Stephen Yates, um, author of um, a brand new book entitled Getting My First Hug. Um, you know, we've talked about your experiences. I, I do want to turn it back to the book uh, before we end, and I'm just kind of curious. You know, this this is all about stories. These are all about, you know, your experiences and stories. Is is there a specific moment or story from the book that is just particularly memorable 
that uh, that you can share with us? Yeah, th- there is, Rob. I, uh, you know, it, it's it's such a journey, and there's so many uh, incremental steps and so many shades of gray that you traverse as you're going through this. Um, that uh, th- those clear-cut moments of victory are, are few and far between. But I, I, I I'm reminded of. Uh, when, when my son was, was playing basketball, he played basketball, uh, t-ball, uh, soccer. Uh, but basketball is, you know, the, the, the ball either goes in the hoop or it doesn't go in the hoop. And, uh, and he was on a team uh, um, uh, one year. I think he was probably uh, uh, 10 or 11. And, uh, and, you know, I wasn't a great athlete, uh, and he sort of followed, followed a suit. He was probably a little better than me. Um, but it's a very competitive game, and the kids are, are, are shorter, and it's hard to get a ball up into the, into the hoop like that. But he was on a good team, and they did well. And it finally came to the last game of the season. And he, and he hadn't scored. Uh, he scored in practice, but, but not in a competitive game. And uh, I, got, I was one of those parents that I couldn't keep quiet. And, uh, and so I actually would bring a towel to the games, and I would roll the towel up and stick it in my mouth to keep me from, <laughs> <laughs> from shouting at, at him or at the other kids or the referees or the coach. And, uh, and I would sit way at the back of the stands, way up high in the stands. And so this particular game, um, the, the, uh, his team was, I, I think they were ahead, and uh, there came this sort of fast break where he ran down and was, was wide open underneath the basket. And, uh, and one of his, his teammates threw the ball way down to him. And, uh, and he, he put it up and it hit the backboard. And its time slowed down. And then it hit the front of the rim. And then it dropped through the basket. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I, I jumped up and I screamed, yes, yes. And I just, I was just, I was in ecstasy. I was just in an out-of-body experience. And I looked down at him, and he looked up at me, and it, we just connected. And I just had such sheer joy. And then I looked around, and everybody in the gym was looking at me. <laughs> there was this crazy man up in the stands that was screaming, because this was just a basket in a game to, to everybody else. And, uh, and so I kind of put the towel back in my mouth and sat down. And then little by little, the word got around that this was the first time he had scored. And, uh, and so the other parents started looking up at me and giving me a thumbs up and, and clapping. And, uh, and then the, uh, the game continued. And a little while later, same sort of thing happened. Uh, and and they, his team passed him the ball, and he shot again and scored again. And this time I was a little more restrained, but I still, you know, <laughs> jumped up and pumped my fist and and yes, yes. And uh, and I think that his team started to just feed him the ball because they wanted to watch me jump up and down. <laughs> and uh, and it was the greatest moment because even if that were true, uh, even if that was true, it, it, it was it was. Uh, one of those moments where, where the other kids were you know, accepting and, and not only accepting, but encouraging and, and, and providing to him. And, and the other parents were supportive, and, and, and which wasn't always the case, but at, the, at that time it was. And it was just one of those moments where, you know, we won. We, it, was, it was a moment of, of clear-cut victory. That, that are, those moments are so rare in life. And, uh, and again, it's just sort of, it's a, it's a, um, it's an example of, of many, many, many um, uh, small steps and, and small victories that we've had along the way and that continue to this day, thank goodness. 
but uh, but that's a good moment. There's a whole chapter about sports uh, uh, in here, good and bad. Uh, but that's one of the good ones. I'm just, you know, I, I think what I'm going to take away. I, I love your story, and I and I, I'm a sports guy, so I, I love it for that reason. I love the the father son aspect of it because I, I felt like I had that my, with my dad. But I just love the way you said it. We won, and oh, yeah. I think that's. I don't know. It's it's these these are wins, and and you savor them, and uh, I think that's true for life, and and it's especially true for uh, for what we're talking about. So, yeah, I, so thank I, you. I say, I, thank you. You know, I, I say in the book that, that you know there's those you know you think about the the million dollar uh, pro athlete who you know they have success at every level, and they, you know, yeah. they never face adversity. And 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 I I say in the book I I really wonder whether they can experience that kind of the same kind of victory that same kind of moment of joy that somebody who you know that it that it comes that much harder for uh, experiences mm-hmm. because when you have to work for it and then you get it there's a joy there that um, you know I, I call it, I call it the high you can't buy yeah I like that I like that a lot well we're we're pretty much out of time here. Um, for anyone out there who who wants to pick up the book, I know this is this is a brand new book. It just came out. Uh, what's the best way for them to uh, to pick up a copy? I would uh, I would advise people uh, uh, to um, go to Amazon.com and then search on uh, either the title "Getting My First Hug" or uh, on my name Stephen S T E V E N and middle initial is E and then Yates Y A T E S but getting my first hug that's probably the easiest thing to search on and you'll find it there and uh you know I, I hope that it brings uh, some hope and some inspiration to to people who need it um and if you know somebody in another family that's that's struggling and needs a little hope uh, or inspiration uh, get it for them it's not terribly expensive and uh uh I think I I hope I hope a lot of people can benefit from it well I I want to thank you for being on the show this is uh this was probably the perfect conversation to have prior to Thanksgiving. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for providing that to me and to us. And uh, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving with your family. Rob, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciated the chance to, uh, uh, to tell a little bit of our story. Um, I, I'm also, uh, if, if people want to reach out, I'm also on Twitter at, at Stephen E. Yates. Um, and I'm happy to... Uh, um, you know, provide my little uh, nuggets of wisdom such as they are to, to anybody who reaches out. And uh, I just want to thank uh, Voice America and Autism Spectrum Radio for having me on. And, and Rob, thank you for being such a great host. You bet. Thanks so much. Um, well, I, I, feel, I feel really good right now. I, I, I hope you guys feel kind of the, the inspiration and just the, the, the good feelings because uh, I feel like that's what this last hour was. And... Um, just, I think it's exactly what I needed walking into the holiday. It's just go with that theme from the top. Um, well, we got two minutes left. Um, I am just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, let all of you guys know that, um, you know, as I said, take time for one another, take time for your family, appreciate what you've got going on. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff coming down with the end of the year. You know, we've been talking on the show quite a bit about open enrollment. I know I'm this insurance person always <laughs> pounding that drum, but it's important. Uh, your open enrollments are probably starting. So take a, take a moment. Check to see what your insurance plan looks like. If you're accessing any kind of service, ABA, OT, speech, 
All of these are things you just want to be aware of. Make sure you know what your benefits are, how they changed, if they have changed, because now is the time that you're going to find it out. And for any parents out there, um, especially some of the parents I've spoken to recently, if your company doesn't have an uh, autism benefit or an ABA benefit, now's the time to, to start bringing it up to an HR department. Now's the time to start expressing what it is you want, what it is you need, um, because really your open enrollment decisions for next year really start getting made now. Um, so now's the perfect opportunity to, to start that dialogue, to start that conversation um, I know Autism Speaks, or I should say Autism Votes, their public policy. Actually, I just found this really great presentation um, and slides that they worked on that you can give and, and walk through an HR manager about why this should be a benefit uh, your self-insured plan should offer. So I recommend if you're in that boat, you take a look at that. Um, next week, going to be joined by uh, some some pretty fun guests. Uh, I'm pretty excited for, uh, for the dialogue and the conversation we're going to have talking about... Um, some other types of activities, some again, some more of the the recreational things that our uh, our kids can be doing and and experiencing to help round out just their therapies and their school and, and all of that. So, I hope you guys have a fabulous Thanksgiving. I hope you all enjoy some good food, some good company, some good laughs, and then we'll talk to you next week here on the show. Take care, everyone. We hope you've had some questions about autism answered this week. Autism Spectrum Radio can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Please join us for another edition next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.